Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Do I have any glad in it, people in the house this morning? Is anybody just glad that the Lord saw fit to wake you up out of your bed of slumber? Bring you into this house of praise. Hallelujah. I'm grateful this morning. I, I just want to know if I have a praying church this morning. I, 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 I told my husband on the way in that I uh, was not, just not quite myself. Ah, you know, every now and then some things try to hold you down. Yes. Wait yes. down. Has anybody yes. in the house this I'm morning ever on. had one of those moments? Yes. But I determined that in this anointed and appointed time, All right. that we're going to put the devil under my feet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen? Yeah. And see what the Lord has in store for the hearts of his people this morning. Have you been blessed already? And the Spirit of the Lord rested upon you this morning that helps you to lift up your eyes to the hills. Have we reminded you where your help comes from? Hallelujah, because we know all of our help comes from the Lord. I bless, I bless this uh, Black History celebration. We have just had a great time this morning in Jesus wonderful name. I'm telling you, our dancers, they just cut up this morning, and, and 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 the men, and got some old stuff coming, so I'm just excited, but I'm telling you, when I said I was a bit off this morning as I was filling out my envelope, I put the wrong date on it, glory to God. Can somebody just help a pastor for a minute? Hallelujah. And when I went to check uh, check the box, I put visitor. Lord Jesus. Can somebody fix that on my envelope, please? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I believe that there's a spirit in this house. I believe there's a spirit in this house. I believe that there's a spirit that breaks the yoke this morning, Reverend. Oh, oh, hallelujah to Jesus. I'm going to lift up for your hearing this morning. I'm from the book of John, the gospel of John. You all know John, John the revelator. John the seer, the one that the Lord had given his revelation to. And I'm going to lift up a familiar story, I'm sure, to many of you called, uh, it's called Jesus Healed a Man Born Blind. And so my text from the next, from the New Living Translation says, as Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, why was the man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? You all know we always looking for somebody to blame. Uh oh. Ah, uh, it was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. Yes, yes. We must quickly carry out the task assigned to us by the one who sent us. 
Ah, yeah. But while the, the night is coming, oh, y'all know the night is coming. Yes. And then no one can work. But while I am here in the world, I am the light of the world. Then he spit on the ground, right. made mud with the saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. He told him, go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. Siloam means scent. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. His neighbors and others who knew him as a blind beggar asked each other, Isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said he was, and others said, No, he just looks like him. But the beggar kept saying, Yes, I am the same one. Verse number 10 says, They asked who healed you? What happened? Uh -huh. People always want the inside scoop. Yes. Uh -huh. He told them the man they called Jesus made mud and spread it over my eyes and told me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash yourself. And I went and washed. And now, I can see. Where is he now? They asked. I don't know, he replied. Then they took the man who had been blind to the Pharisees because it was on the Sabbath yes, yes. that Jesus had made the mud and healed him. The Pharisees asked the man all about it. So he told them he put the mud over my eyes. And when he washed it away, I could see. Oh, come on now with me. Come on with me for a few minutes. Let us pray. Oh, eternal and gracious God, we are so grateful and thankful for your word that is sacred and blessed. Uh, God, we thank you for the spirits that are lifted up this morning just by seeing what you can do uh, through your might and your power. Now, God, I'm asking that you will let the words of our mouths and the meditation of both of our hearts, uh, let it be acceptable unto you, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Hallelujah to your name. God, now we know that the grass withers, the flower may fade, but your word shall stand forever. In the name of Jesus, this is your maid servant's prayer. I do make it in faith. In the name of Jesus the Christ. And the people of God, let me just hear you shout. Amen. 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 Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You all know that uh, those of you who have been uh, here over the past few Sundays, that uh, how we are in the midst of what we call our 2020 Vision Series. Uh -huh. And the first Sunday in February, we talked a little, about, a little bit about uh, uh, asking that question, uh, is there anything too hard for God? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Uh -huh. it, it, you, you, you may recall that sermon. Uh, last week, uh, we told you to keep your eyes 
on the prize. Uh-huh, yeah, we did. Uh, because we don't want you to get lost in the shuffle. We don't want you to become distracted by all of the mess uh, that goes on in your life. Uh, well, this week, we're going to talk from the subject, uh, Don't Go Blind. Uh, I believe that's going to help somebody as by the time we are through. Um, I don't know about many of you, but, but we believe that in the heat of the moment or in the heat of the day, or in our case from last week, in the cool of the moment. You all remember last week we, 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 we stood around with our coats and our hats and our gloves on because we were having a little uh, 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 malfunction with the heat system. But glory to God, we went on anyhow, hallelujah to his name, and blessed his name in the house, even in the cold. Say amen, somebody. Ah, but because life uh, can have several extremes, are we aware that sometimes we can be to the extreme left and sometimes to the extreme right? Uh, uh -huh, but, 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 but God wants to teach us something uh, about this spiritual blindness uh, and he can use physical blindness uh, to help us understand. Am I right, Pastor Keith? Uh, am I doing all right so far? Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. He keeps me on tr on track, you see. Now, 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 I don't know how many of you play cards. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to ask you to look down at and ask your neighbor or any of that. But if you ever play cards or if you have played cards in the past, well, you all know back in the day, that was a big thing, right? You sat around on Friday and Saturday night and, and got you a good card game going. Am I right about it, Reverend? Uh -huh. but, but I want you all to uh, think back if you ever remember a game called Spades. Anybody remember? Uh -huh. I know some Christians remember. Uh, you ain't been saying that long, but it's all right. Uh, well, one, one of the key ways, uh, Brother Rico, to wager the points uh, what the what the game would call books. Uh-huh. Y'all go y'all reminiscing. Don't have too many flashbacks now. You you expect to get even when you don't see any points in your hand. Uh-huh. You all get been been dealt some hands. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That 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 this look, look, mm, you look at that thing and say, hey. Nothing. Ah, yeah. You you don't you don't you don't see anything. Uh, but but even when you don't see anything, uh, what would you do? You, you you tell your partner to plan to collect your points in the blind. Uh huh. In other words, uh, you gonna kind of go forth in the card game by faith. Uh, can, can we put faith in the card game? Oh, Jesus. Well, well, well that, that somehow you're, you're going blind will help to make the difference. But however, I, I just want to tell you that many times uh, going blind in that game doesn't always help the team to win. In fact, going blind in spades uh, is uh, uh, similar to going blind spiritually. Uh -huh. You see, if we are to see what God has for us in 2020, we don't want to go blind. I, I don't know about you, but, but I want to see with my own two eyes, my brothers and sisters, what God has for me in 2020. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're going to do the walk by faith uh, and not by sight. Uh, but, but I won't intentionally walk blindly in 2020. I know there's some witnesses in the house this morning. You can talk back to me. I promise you won't scare me. It won't make me run away. I won't take my seat. I'm good. I'm good. As a matter of fact, when I'm talking to you and you talking to me, oh, we got it going, don't we, Brother CJ? Uh-huh. See, you see, if you get up and walk around in your house in the middle of the night, has anybody ever gotten up? Uh, oh, watch it, Rev. <laughs> gotten up and didn't turn the light on, and, and, and you are gone. You're going through, uh-huh. You're going through the, 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 the uh, most likely to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's how, that has to happen, too. And, and you, and, and there are no lights on. Now, don't you kind of feel your way? Ah, ah, ah. You feel, you, 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 you feel, see if you can find the wall. Because <laughs> if you can find the wall, usually you can work your way to the room that you're looking for. Amen, amen. Uh -huh. But 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 uh, we don't want you to. Uh, it's, but sometimes when you when you're walking in this pitch black dark and you can't see your way, doesn't it make you feel like you're blind? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Feel like you just see what you, you you get a bit disoriented. Uh huh. And, and, and it's not always the best feeling. And and every now and then you might even bump your foot on something or. Walk over something that somebody left their shoe in the middle of the floor that right. should have been in the closet. Okay. Glory to God. That, that's a sermon for another day. Yeah. But, 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 you, you, you bump into something that, and, and until you can get you some light. Am I right about it? But, but, but if we use our spiritual eyes, there will be no blindness. Because the Lord, our God, he is able to direct our steps if we but acknowledge him. God will show up in our situations if we but trust him, Pastor Keith. And even in the darkest, most blinding situations, if, if we know how to trust him and obey him. I, I know that's not popular in the 21st century. We, we really don't want to hear preachers preaching about trusting and obeying because it really is all about us doing us and doing what we want with whom we want. But we still, as believers in Christ, we belong to the Most High God who paid a price for us and we need to trust Him and obey Him. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know nobody wants to hear that, uh, but we got to pray to Him and we got to know that we will reach our destiny because of our victory in Him in 2020. If you if you see, if, if, if you 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 see you see if you know where God is, that is you know how you can call on Him, no matter what the circumstances are, whether they are good or whether they are bad, you can find Him. Even when you can't see him. Oh, I, I know I'm right about it this morning. You, 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 you can track him even when you can't trace him. Oh, you can identify his presence even when it feels like and it seems like 
that he has forsaken you. Is there a witness in the house, Reverend Burrell? But, but, but to be spiritually blind, come on, Pastor Keith, and physically blind for that matter, both can be devastating. So somebody tell your neighbor, don't go blind. Don't go blind, don't go blind, don't go blind. This title reminds me that I never want to go blind again. A blind date, that is. Walk it, walk it, sir. Come on, I hear you. I hear you. Yes, yes. You know, there was a time, Reverend Burrell, where I was, uh, I could see myself bumping into a wall in the middle of the night because I had one ugly experience with a blind date and before y'all get all upset just know that it was long before I met the lovely pastor I am for Brown. She's been my darling Valentine for more than 35 plus years or so. This was longer before 35 plus years, but this ugly experience was, I had some friends, CJ, that wanted me to go on a blind date, you know, and, and I said, okay, I, I guess I'll go. I, I tried it, uh, but trust me, if I had known that it was going to be the way it was, yes. I would have never, ever gone on that date. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My date was not the best, I'll just put it that way. Y'all can fill in the blanks. Uh, I would have never done it, Reverend Veronica. I just would have never accepted because I don't believe in going on blind dates. That's right. But I will tell you that don't go blind. This subject has special meaning for me today. And so as we look at the text, the Lord and his disciples were walking along and they came across this blind man who had been blind since birth. And his disciples who were with him said, well, Lord, who sinned that the man or he, it was a his or was it his parents that caused him to have all of this blindness? And Jesus said to them, neither one of them, but rather this happened so that the work and power of God might be displayed in his life. You people of God, many times, spiritual blindness is not our fault. But since it has happened, God must show his power in our lives. In other words, in times when we can't see what's here, or we can't see what's coming, or we can't see what's in front of us, then we can say because our situations are so dark, don't we have to wait for God to show up and show out on our behalf? I, I know, I know, I know, I know that I know that many times I got to wait for God to show up on my behalf. I don't know about you. I can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself that God has to show up every now and then. He's got to grab Keith Brown by the hand and say, come on, walk with me because he needs to show me which way to go? I can't see it the way that I should. Sometimes our circumstances will send us searching for God. And this being Black History Month, I, I dare say that collectively, black people in this country don't seek God the way they used to. 
Amen. Yes. I dare say that black people as a whole, a collective now, have in some cases done more bumping into walls instead of praying. And I have an amen in the church. I can say this because I'm black right along with you. I don't see any of our other neighbors and friends of different ethnic cues here today. But but because I'm black and I've seen it happen, we have more spiritual blindness than ever before. Oh, but, but there is hope. There is hope. But the Pew Research Group found that black people yeah. read and rely on the word of God as a lamp unto their feet yeah. and a light unto their pathway much more than some other ethnic groups. So there was hope. I was glad to see that. Yeah. Glad to see that we as a people still know how to hold on to God, even when we don't show it. So I like to say that that's probably because of Grandma and them. Amen, amen, and them. And Auntie and them. Yes, yes. And even in my case, because of Daddy and Mama and Granddaddy and them. Because they were all people of God. Amen, somebody. Let me tell you a little black history from this church. This week we funeralized or helped funeralize a great soldier in the life of RCM2. And her contributions were highly related to the black history of this church. What is so interesting is that her faith in God was strong and she carried on the work of the Lord as best she could even though she was sick and ailing and was legally blind. But we as people of God, we need to look where God has brought us from and thank and serve him just the way that Mother Lovett did while she was here on this earth. Like Job in, uh, in 23 and 8, he says, looking back, I could not perceive him. Like, you know, we African Americans are looking back over our lives and wondering why we had to go through so much trouble in this life, so much heartache in this life, so much struggle in this life. And then I was reading in a book that T.D. Jakes wrote and called Peaks and Valleys Insight to Help You Survive. And he said that it's, he said it's important for us to look back. See the patterns that cause us to feel some sense of continuity. And this helps us to prepare for the future. But Pastors Brown and Brown right here in front of you say, don't let your head stay in the rear, mirror, rear view mirror way too long. Because you'll bring all your spiritual blindness back from the past into your future. Did you hear me? Yes. All your spiritual blindness that you saw back there, if you stay in the rearview mirror, it will come forward into your future. You see, there are times when we are walking in darkness unnecessarily. But I declare to you today that we can call on the name of Jesus when we get in spiritual darkness. We can call on the name of Jesus when we get in spiritual blindness. We can 
call on the name of Jesus. Because we cannot afford to waste time walking in spiritual blindness. We don't have to because the word says we must work while it's day. Because when the night comes, no man can work. I'm going to give you a quick story and I'm going to take my seat and let the preacher come on. But uh, I remember growing up in eastern North Carolina on the next street from where I live. My grandfather, a very saved man and a very humble man, somebody who would go and open the church up and have a prayer meeting by himself. Even if nobody else showed up, he would go in there, unlock the door, pray, do a scripture, and walk out. Well, he had a friend who was just like him named Mr. Staten. He'd go over and he'd call him Staten. He said, Staten, how you doing today? Well, Staten was living in a dark house. No lights. Barely had running water. Had dirt on the floors in his house. Staten was a light-skinned man, but he looked uh, like he had rings under his eyes. But Staten was a blind man. Staten would look at him. He said, Roy, is that you? And he said, yeah, that's me. He said, I came to see you, Staten. And Staten would say, well, will you pray for me? And my grandfather would pray for him. He'd grab him by the hand and sing a song and he'd say, Staten, God loves you. Even though you're blind, you don't have to worry. You know God is with you. God is your all and all. And I do believe because Staten was there. He gave me, even though I'm looking at this man as a child, and I'm thinking, he's blind. And you know how children can look at stuff in the natural and don't, don't know what they're talking about. But I looked at it in the natural. And I believe, though, that because I was in that situation, being able to see how my grandfather would pray for Stady, that it helped me to remove some of my spiritual blindness. Even as a child and as I grew up, that stayed with me. That even Stady, who couldn't see a thing, was able to receive God in the best way that he could. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And so when we take a look at our text this morning, we see here that it is written in verse number 6 in the text that uh, uh, Jesus uh, took and spat uh, on the ground. And now, now, now we understand that in the New Testament era, that saliva was used uh, uh, for medicinal purposes. Uh, everybody understanding me? Uh, I don't go, go, don't go ask your doctor today uh, if he would spit on something uh, to help heal you. Uh, but back then, that is how Jesus did it. Uh, he said, and then he took and he took the saliva. He mixed it with the mud. Uh huh. And he made some mud cakes. And the man says that he put them on his eyes. Told him to go and wash himself in the pool 
of Siloam. Uh, the Bible already told us Siloam means sent. Now I don't want us to miss the double meaning in the scripture this morning. Now, if you're listening, let me hear you say amen. Amen. You see, Jesus, Jesus, who has been sent by God, told the blind man to wash in the pool called sent. Oh God. Yes, yes. oh, God. If you are a person, if you are a person who works purely off of logic, if you insist, Reverend Burrell, on everything that Jesus does, that it has to be filtered through your intellect and your human reasoning, you will miss the miracle that took place. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, because you will be too busy trying to figure out how he did what he did. If you operate solely on your own limited understanding, you are probably asking yourself if you take saliva and it's nothing but spit and you place it in the dirt and you make a mud pie and you put it on the person's eye, then what sense does it make in healing the individual? Ah, glory to God. I'm so glad that some of you uh, uh, can see what I can see in the text this morning. Um, you see, and then to add insult to injury, uh, not only did he spit on the ground uh, and mix it with the mud uh, and put it on the man's eyes, uh, but he did it uh, on the Sabbath. Uh, oh, God, that messes all up. And so the Pharisees, uh, they got angry because his healing uh, took place uh, on the day that was supposed to be a day of rest and a day of no work. How dare Jesus take spit, put it on the ground, make a mud cake, and put it on his eyes on the Sabbath, the day of rest and no work. But let me tell you, the blind beggar did not care what day of the week that it was. Yeah. <laughs> 